What up? This is your boy, Dope Boy. And I am Shantae Wayans. And this is another installment of the Menace to Sobriety podcast, a podcast dedicated totally to us staying sober from alcohol. And before we go one step further, we have to say this because I can't take a step further. We have to give it up to our sponsor, MarcheNicole.com. Listen, I'm not just saying this because you guys are engaged and, you know, (laughs) the products are here. Uh, She has a ton of products, uh, hair products, facial products all stuff all organic i use this stuff in my beard tell them a little bit more about the stuff and where they can find it no she got some dope stuff she Mm -hmm. got if you have uh issues with your scalp she has a nice uh spa scrub scrub Mm -hmm. excuse me and some uh oil that heals okay those things but a lot of her stuff uh uh, her stuff is organic vegan and uh, she puts a lot of love into these. So I'm very proud. And it works. And it works. So make sure you head over to Marsha and Nicole and fill up and tell her that Doughboy sent you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if she's going to give you a discount, but just tell her that I sent you anyway. Doughboy trying to get that free beard over <laughs> <laughs> So uh, another week has passed. Mm-hmm. Another week is in the books. I really yeah. like that hat, by Thank the way. You. That Thank color you. scheme. So for a company that uh, is no longer, I don't, I haven't heard of them. Okay. Well, I like it. I like the color scheme. How was your week? And uh, I'm assuming you stayed so from alcohol uh definitely yes i did how you did uh, how you do it i did well you know i just did i just been moving and staying busy okay. and you know trying to stay out the funk how about you i've been doing the same man i side know you're looking a little skinnier i told you that um before you we came just in trying here to... oh, you're looking slim boy. in the face listen to boy you look slim <laughs> Thank you. A Slim McGee Thank over here. Thank you. I'm going to take the compliment because uh-huh. I would tell y'all to do the same. Thank you. Right. Um, Thank you. I got a haircut. I was waiting for you to compliment it, but you didn't. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I ain't even. Uh... I couldn't take my eyes <laughs> off of yours. Hey, man. My... I didn't even see all the other Come good on, cleanness. Man. Come on. I had to. You know. But. Um... <laughs> nice haircut. <laughs> Thank you, oh, man. You're welcome. Thank you for taking a look at nah, that. No worries. Um, Kiara's birthday. Yeah. Was this weekend? Um, Officially a parent of a 16-year-old daughter. Damn. Uh, don't know how to feel about definitely that. Definitely menstruating now. Oh, uh, no, she been Ovaries that. Ovaries definitely starting Yo, to pop off. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you the story about when she started her uh, administration, as we would Administ- call it? No. Okay, so the administration story. This literally happened a few years back, right? She had came to stay with me, and um, she was staying with me for the summer, and I this happened like literally like a couple of weeks into it. So, you know, I had known that this would come, this, this day would come one day, but I didn't know that I would be there. I didn't know her mom went. So literally she's staying with me. And so she basically comes, she's like, dad, like this is happening. So I'm just like, oh, like uh, I like literally didn't know what to do. So I took her to the store, spent about $200. Damn. I only spent about $40 on the, you know, the, the pads and stuff. I spent about the rest on snacks and comfort food <laughs> and just told her. I, did, I didn't even know how to even explain it. I was just like, um, she was like, well, what does it mean? I'm like, well, I don't know. This is going to happen once a month. Comfort Eat the snack. cookies. Like, you know, I, I didn't know what to tell her to do with this stuff. She's like, well, what do I do with the thing? I'm like, I don't know. Take it in the backyard. Bury it. Burn it. I don't know. So shout out to her. But now she's uh, 16. She had a pretty good birthday. They, um, The dopest thing about it was Tony and Kiara's mom did a lot of the coordinating and communicating together. Nice. So that was dope just to see them. So we were what all did they kinda, do? Um, they basically they they went to um, Six Flags so they have like the Fright Night yeah. where they all get scared so she had her and a, a bunch of her friends they went to that then you, they had, you didn't go with her? huh? you didn't go with her? I didn't go I ain't trying to be scared man. I'm too old for that man and plus okay let me just be honest let, let me have a moment of transparency with you cause we just looked at a picture of me from last summer right? yeah 
I was about 60 pounds lighter, right? I was right. about 245, right? That was my, you know. And you were like, wow, thank you for your reaction. You were just like, dang, you were actually not looking so big. So at that weight, right? You look good. You, thank Very you. smashable. <laughs> what? This ain't smashable? No, that's, that's smash-ish. <laughs> smash-ish? Uh, like maybe? No, it's like you just, you look really nice. And it's like the other picture look like, you know, you're going to be a little dirty too. You know right, right, right. You got more. <laughs> got this you. looks like marriage. Marriage. That yeah. just look like hot girl summer. Okay, got it. So, okay, I, I'm traumatized already, right? Let me, okay, I'm going to be honest with, with the audience at home, maybe even Tony because she didn't know this either. I was going to go with them, right? To Six Flags. But for one, Kiara wasn't tripping off me going, she's cool. She don't really want old dad there, right? Right. But this is the second reason I had to go. Last time I went to an amusement park, this was back circa, uh, I want to say like 99, no, like 2000, 2001. No, it was 2002. I was still with Kiara's mom at the time. So, 02. Yeah. I go and I try to get, we, we had got the passes. We were going to Magic Mountain. We had got the passes to skip the line, da, 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 the whole thing, right? I get there and I try to get on a roller coaster. I cannot fit. Oh, and it was so embarrassing because roller coasters never seem as fun until you can't get on one. Right, right. And so, like, everybody in the line was, get off, fatty. Like, you know, so, like, giving me this look. And then even the conductor's looking at me like, nigga, you don't need no roller coaster. It's riveting enough being fat. Get at it. I subsequently go to, like, eight different roller coasters, didn't get the click on any of them. So that gave me a complex about going to, because I'm like, I can't fit on roller coasters. Still haven't been on a roller coaster to this day. And when you look it up, listen, listen, when you look it up, the weight that you want to be at is around 245, 250 is the max. I think you can go a little bit heavier, like maybe 300. And so last summer I was at the weight to go, but now I don't feel like, so I felt like, cause I was about like 320 a week or two ago. I felt like if I would have went and tried to get on a, on a, on a uh, roller coaster, I wasn't going to be able to fit again. So that, that's a, Maximum weight is 300 pounds. But that, I'm over that's 300. A real, that's a uh, legitimate uh, excuse. I would just say, uh, one, you think, they would they weigh you? Cause you don't no, no, no. It won't, cl- it won't close. Oh, oh, if you don't put it and in. And that's not what you want to be lying about your weight on. I remember one time, <laughs> I was about 315. I was trying yeah. to bungee jump, and they was like, you're going to be 250. I was like, I'm 250. They was like, <laughs> Mess around and snap the... So that's the reason why I didn't go to the thing. I just been on the thing and be like, hey, my little man, wait this ride. He just try to get some of the weight off in the uh, on the ride. I, I need to borrow them pounds, man. All I need to right. borrow. You you don't understand what you have right there though. What? Right now with the cancellation and everything going on, mm-hmm. you can go fight these amusement parks and probably sue for them. Low key, not uh, discriminating. They yes. are discriminating. Well, they have to build something for bigger off. people. Yeah, three hundred. I should have a class action lawsuit Absolutely. and and reach out to all other people because they don't it. tell you that when you Listen, buy the ticket. Because think about it. Think about it. It only technically takes two or three people to make three hundred people. So why they can't three hundred pounds? Three, that, that's what I meant. No, but see, this is the thing. This is the thing that I think that you're missing. Right. When you try to get in one. They simply won't close. So it's not like yeah. a weight distributed. No, 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 no. But, but no, you're, you're right. It needs to be built bigger for That's bigger people. Because you're basing Cause it, this. So if it's not the weight. Right. 
It's the, as big as people are. Yeah, like you don't think mine could click in and I'll still be safe? I think that we have it. You dis- might survive more than a skinny person because. I think that we should take class lawsuits. No we- meet. Maybe <laughs> I should take a class lawsuit to them and to the airlines because both places don't tell you about the weight requirements they before they sell you the ticket. In. Then they have all that deliciousness food. That's going to promote me gaining ra- weight. Yo, so listen. I'm further away. And then you get there. What if you was 20 pounds? less before you actually walked up to the ride and now i'm eating and then i decide hey i've been here for four hours i'm gonna get on a ride but now you're swelled up that's just gas and stress no, well, and i salts. will gain 120 pounds just to fight this lawsuit i think that you should i'll gain some more let's do it and just and we should take it because you know what you're you're, you're discriminating against big people and yes. we're tired of it i did not know it was just because of the click though oh i know I, I, i've been discriminated on against on uh air on airplanes too back when i was 450 on the first season to wilding out you were sitting, weren't we sitting? No, there was a situation. I was sitting, I know for a fact we wasn't sitting together because I was so big. And I remember the lady tried to come and tell me that I was going to have to buy another ticket. Oh, and the lady wow. next to me kind of wigged out on her, like, you're not finna talk to him wow, like that. That's I, 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 I. But she looked like she regretted that after the flight. I was leaning over the whole time. Damn the airline, Reggie. Damn the airlines. I'm not making fun of the way at all. <laughs> yes, I'm you are. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about, like, you know how when you overpack a suitcase <laughs> and they tell you it's too much oh. and you try to find ways to make oh, it. Oh, that happened to me after the same while it out. Was my, my, my bag was like 40 pounds over. I had to take stuff out. Yo, I was just trying uh. to figure out how we're, because a person like me would be trying to figure out. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I would be trying to figure out how to make myself. So be able to fit. <laughs> Just wind up on this. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, man, it's fat discrimination that going on a, all in America. That's messed up. So yeah, it opened up an old wound. No, it's okay, but outside of that, Kiara had a great rest of her birthday. Then they had like a a, a hotel party with her and her friends, and then uh, the next day they went to sushi in the morning, and then we ended up taking her to dinner. That night, and it was just a celebration of life, man. Like, um, we're really proud of her. Kiara is good. Like, you know, you Kiara is over here. Shay does her hair. That's why Kiara's hair is always banging the way it is because Shay is her stylist on her hair. And um, I'm just super excited, man. I'm just proud as a dad that my yeah. kid is, you know, flourishing in life. And it made me shed a little tear, man, because as a father, like, I can remember when she was this big, sis. Oh. I remember just looking at her, just like, man. Just, and now she's just this Going little person with thoughts and ideas about yeah. the future and just her own identity. She's so much smarter than I ever was. She's woke. Yeah. Like, she cares about black issues. I'm like, I know she didn't get this from me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just so dope that she's just, you know. So shout out to my baby, Kiara Janae. So no, that's, that's how beautiful. I got to, um. That sounded like you know, a great birthday. It was. And, you know, it, it helped me to uh, to kind of realign my goals. Yeah. Because you know how, like, sometimes in life, and, you know, both of you and I identify with this because we, I think as entertainers, we can be really hard on ourselves yeah. for, like, where we're going in life, where we're at in life, why we haven't maybe done things. But looking at my kid, I'm like... That's the happiness is that she is excelling because you could give me $300 million mm-hmm. and just be like, here's all the money, here's all the fame, here's all the accolades. But if my kid is suffering, I'm not going to be able to enjoy 
that. So the right. fact that she's doing so well, it makes me not worry about the other things because I'm just like, my kid is good. Yeah. And I'm already rich. It's like, yeah. that's the dope thing. So I'm just... In a in a in a I'm just in a, a season of gratitude. I'm gonna have a baby. You should, man. Just so I can say those things. Oh yeah. Speaking <laughs> of you and baby. <laughs> what? I want to talk about what Transition. So side note, side note, let's talk about what happens. Your last show. My last show? Your last show. So your last show. <laughs> let's talk about your last show. Your last show was at the Comedy Chateau. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh we had a good time there. What was Oh, you talk you talk about what Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about so, that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so first of all, Okay, Doughboy mm-hmm. got the nerve to go on stage. I do this joke where I talk about my girl now trying to find a donor. Mm-hmm. And Doughboy, whole setup and everything, he like, hey, when he call me up, don't leave the stage. <laughs> so, uh, I go on stage, and Doughboy uh, goes, man, you know what's so crazy? I introduced Shantae to the dude she asked to be a donor. Hilarious. Then he goes, I'm just sitting here going, how come she ain't asked me? Why would, okay, I really want to know. When you look at me, when you think about this, why would you, why would it never cross your mind that, you know what, Doughboy, handsome, you are has had one child, cute as all out, great, why wouldn't you say, you know what, Dose, dose, dose. I should should get him to donate. So this was my response when I got back on stage. Because Doughboy, I'm not going to say his joke, but Doughboy got this joke that I go, did you hear the joke that you just said? That's one reason why you're not a great fit to be my donor. The second fit is I, lesbians, same sex, could literally create their own baby. Right, mm-hmm. with all the stuff we talk about with Doughboy, we I'm an alcoholic. He an alcoholic. He uh, admitted I've had a bunch of STDs He's in got, my life. Uh, thyroid issues. I wow, I want to create the perfect <laughs> baby if but, I can. But I feel like my genes are cool. I just be lazy. That's why I've had the weight no, issue. Bipolar. Somebody else in your family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have the bipolar thing. Yeah, but again, if you can hear this joke, the joke alone is the reason it took me out. I was like, you, you just answered your entire thing. I have a, I have a joke about STDs, and and I admit that yeah. I've had an STD in my life. So and that's he, basically. Yeah, and he said it as soon after he says the joke. After he said that was my last why joke. Why she didn't pick me? So so I had chlamydia one day. Oh, what? <laughs> Don't that make your baby go blind? I just, <laughs> I just was like, yo, because I don't know how many other women, if you guys are, if there's any other women that are looking for sperm donors, I just want to know when you look at me, am I the guy that, but this, let me ask this you this, let me ask difference. you this, let me ask you this. If I'm sitting at that weight that you saw me at the picture at most of my life, are you more like, yeah. If I didn't hear <laughs> your joke that you were bipolar and you're also an alcoholic. No, that has acclimated. No way on, on purpose I got you. would I have a baby with you. <laughs> Nothing. This is the thought process of men. Because uh, even as I'm looking for a donor, their descriptions on there is just like athletic, <laughs> fun. Nothing to do with what is outgoing. physically <laughs> wrong with you. I was cute. Like, that has nothing. To do. I enjoy long walks at the beach. <laughs> what happened in your genetics? <laughs> your genetic background, right? So that's why. And I and I stopped one um the the other dude to be the donor because he lied about 
<laughs> something that he obviously avoided. So how do you feel like so in even in that that whole journey, like you know what I'm saying? I just think it's it's highly fascinating. So what are some of the things that like are most important to you guys as parents when you're like, you know, looking for that like what is it like? Is it is it like when you when you have to list? Because of course we want ten fingers, ten toes. We want a healthy child and a child that has the best you know genetic makeup to live the best life, physical, right. all that. So we know that. But when you're putting things together in your mind, like what's important? Are you thinking eye color, or is it a look thing, or is it more like a no? What do you, what do you I, I think that the no the look thing f- for me. I think because I'm older, I would like to have a baby first. So like meaning okay. my egg so that, uh, you know, the, and when you say your have, egg, does that mean you carry or still no, Shay carries? Shay will carry, but okay. it'll be my egg. So it almost feels like it's both of ours. I, I'm a little saying? ignorant. Can I don't know what that means when you say so. so I, I would take out basically they would take out my egg. So if it was standard and if it was a man and a woman and so a man has a sperm and then yeah. a woman has an egg and, and then and then the sperm hits the egg and mm-hmm. then it gets fertilized and then creates a child. Yeah, you so, listened in sick. Right, I did. So now, <laughs> so now what they do with you is they take your egg. Mm. They put it with the sperm. They mm-hmm. put it together. That creates a child, and then they put that concoction inside. Yeah, you're of- just missing that. Uh, they they would take my eggs out, put the sperm in the egg, see what gets fertilized. Once they see something growing, they put it put in it her. inside of her. Yeah, and then it grows there. And then it grows. So there. it's not. So it's not her eggs being utilized. No, but okay. she's gonna be nurturing it and with doing it. all the things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so and then if you guys did multiple bonded. children, would you guys like switch off whose eggs are being used? Yeah, I would, okay. I, would, I would love, I, I think the whole thing is just, you know, it's like you're leaving your mark on the world. Right. Uh, Shay is a little bit more free of like, if we just have your baby, then it's whatever. Um, but mm. I'm, I'm free too. It's just the thought, like I've always wanted my own child. But would you ever, but you would never want to carry. I want to say that. I want to say that. that okay. I, I, I would just, I would definitely need a tribe around me, but I think. That that is probably one of the most beautiful things that you can experience. Let me ask you I this. I hate pain, though. Let me ask you this. Let me, as a matter of fact, let me, I would suggest this. If, 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 if life ever permitted this, I would suggest it. But let me see if you guys would even be open to this. Would you guys ever get impregnated at the same time and, like, carry together? Because oh. that could be a kind of dope experience. to kind of, And then you guys would, it would force you to, to be a giver and a taker at the same time because even though you might be going through your own thing, you still got to be there to be there for the other person who's going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. That would be kind of incredible. You know, one of the most amazing things about men <laughs> is that they would take any situation, right? <laughs> and because they never experienced it, they it just seems so simple. It just seems like that like, would be cool. Why, you guys could like eat all you, the food together. Why wouldn't you guys want to cry and argue and get moody with each other and probably rip each other's hair out and do all that stuff? Because it'll be like a give and take. One of you got to get out of bed with pain and go to the grocery store while your water break, and then when you get back, her water break, and then she got to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so it'll just be a bunch of just agony it's on both ends. Horrible experience. That's, that's not a good no, idea. I'm not saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that it, it can't work or it's not uh, a, a beautiful experience already. But I don't think that. That's what I think you everybody for. need the the really stronger person. Uh, yeah, so I think that who whoever's pregnant needs to kind of have all the attention on them because that's a lot. I I think so because I'm super 
if, if I'm going through my stuff, you know, mm. I, I get super sensitive. Right, so right. Be, that's when I cuddle the most. Right. And so I'm, I'm assuming that. So, so cuddling is really a thing. Well, because you're extra cuddly when you're that. So cuddling is really. a Yeah. You know, it's it's like you're you become a heating pad, a full body heating pad because you're warm. You just want listen, to I, 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 I'm going to tell you, listen, <laughs> and I'm not proud of this. Right. Tony be wanting to cuddle so much. Right. <laughs> And I'm usually into it. Like, I'm a good guy. I'm a, like, yeah, yeah, I want to please her. But I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I be on the other end of the spooning. Like, I like, she'll, like, she, uh, she be wanting to cuddle so much. Like, I'll be like this. She'll be like, well, can I cuddle you? I'm like, fine. Like, this shit. But no, because now, you're you getting this part. Exactly. This part is where the cramps <laughs> are. So you heating up this part right here. So she'll take it. I didn't realize that cuddling was such a, a huge thing yeah. in, the, in the lady community. Pay attention to when she does it okay see if it's like on her thing yeah she was like that last night i was just like move so what you trying to say she no no i mean she's cool (laughs) i just don't be always wanting to uh to cuddle so they do extra sometimes they you know you be like yeah you could just do this and then they want to blocking your left eye with their cheek let me let me let me let me (laughs) ask you this watching tv let me ask you this because you know you're you're like a sister to me so tell me the truth if i'm bugging okay am i insensitive if I'm just like, okay, Tony, enough with the P, P, PMS stuff. Like, and I, I don't mean to be insensitive about it. Like, it doesn't matter. But now no, that you you're, can't. it's been some 25 years that you've had it, like, aren't you used to it? Nah. So they you still know, hit you in a distal cramps so, are still. So it's not all the time, but okay. what, what you can't change is like those the moods kind of like okay. you, you can eat they say like you eat healthy and you walk and you exercise and stuff like that like that can calm the nerves because really you being in pain is what kind of makes you that moody but your mm-hmm. hormones are you know out of whack what is it more estrogen or what? so it's like a chemical imbalance literally you're almost like yeah pretty okay. pretty much but it feels like there there's different things because you're also uncomfortable so right. like I I hate moving around. I I feel like women should be able to take at least the first two days off. Cause see, and I guess the reason why I be thinking about it like that because like I liken it to this. I work out like well sometimes. So let's just say when I get to working out, like I know that when I work out, I'm gonna work out. It's gonna hurt. It's probably gonna hurt to wash my hair. Like I know that it's gonna hurt my knees when I run. So I just go into it like this is what this is, but. That's, I so got to be both of these uh, words out. <laughs> Dang it. That is nothing. Okay. Nothing compared to, it's almost like when you got, when you got surgery, how did that feel? That was painful. When I woke up and I hadn't took the meds and. But, that but was like, I mean, it still might be, it's, it might, I might be extreming on this, uh-huh. but how was it for you to like get up? And yeah. If I was wincing the whole time, I felt like somebody had a blowtorch on my, on my stomach. Okay. So it's almost like that. In a different pain. So, and then you don't know what you're getting. So mm. you might have cramps and that it, it's like punching you to the point where you don't even want to get out of bed, so, but you got to get out of bed. You still got to do everything yeah, else. And it's not, it's hurting here. It's hurting in your back. So you're, you're literally feeling that while feeling uncomfortable while just being like, I don't want to do nothing. Right. You just, it, so it's something, I feel like it's something like you really can't control. I feel like sometimes it's better than other days, mm-hmm. but it gets worse, especially towards menopause. Dang. So y'all really are my sheroes. I had to pay homage. See, this is why I don't want to have a kid, man. 
<laughs> Our baby gonna come out too sweet, okay? <laughs> so yo, and this is this was another thing that I was happy he about said, too. Sorry. You my shiro. He said so it's kind of like when I go work out, I know it's going to be painful. <laughs> no way. You are going to get cursed out so much in this episode. I just be trying to, I be like, yo, okay, I get it. Enough. We get it. It's not time. But I'm up. Okay. Go. No. Crying. Come on. Let's get back to the day. <laughs> Wait, no, but the, this is how moods work because when I was in uh, being in a lesbian lesbian relationship, uh, you, why'd I, you have to say lesbian twice? I don't know. I, <laughs> I was just, like, just saying what? There's two lesbians in it. Lesbian, lesbian. I don't know that you have to repeat that. We get it. I want you not. You can kind of put a lesbian blanket lesbian over the two the of you. Power, okay. <laughs> lesbian. Square. That is just one. Okay, God. So I'm in a straight, straight wait. relationship. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when uh, <laughs> so the crazy thing is, we usually know each other. We mm. know, like, oh, you must be tweaker, right? Like, like I'll start crying, tearing up, stuff like that. You cry so, still? Oh, absolutely. Tough you, ass, Shantae, you, be crying. You know when it's coming. You, you just, just start. Like, cry- wait, 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 wait. I Unpack this from. Walk believe- me through this. So. You're just walking down the street. Everything is cool. You're listening to DMX. You got your Tim's on. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's just like. Well, you know why, though? Because what happens is, you like, he like, I'm slipping. I got to get up. And you all slipping. And he's like, I'm being slipping. Why would somebody pick up DMX? I'm going to get up. Yo, so did it just hit you a different way? It hit you. It hit you like you lost somebody. It hit you like really? whatever that feeling is. You just like, and then you're just I'm sitting there crying. You be like, yo, that peer. If they didn't have that peer peering in there, <laughs> it put you. <laughs> and you just can't explain it. I guarantee you, you ask any female, yo. and there's always been a moment like that to where yo. you go, "Why am I crying?" Until you realize, and then you'd be like, "Oh, my thing I'm is coming." My thing tomorrow, yeah. Because you yo. know, what I was trying to say was that's kind of suck. My my girl and I was arguing, and I could tell mm. in the switch in her. Her evilness towards me. <laughs> I went from the sweetest thing last night to the devil in the morning. And I, I, I tried to jokingly, I was like, babe, you know you're getting your period. And she was like, wow. She went her head turned around like the exorcist. Yo, what like did the you say? <laughs> She did all that, went to the bathroom, and came outside like, what? I do have it. <laughs> yeah. so just, just the wow. switch and the mood and that alone that quick. is how, is how you Well, I guess that, okay, because Tony, be, like, she be trying to say that, and I be like, man, you just usually did that in this school. You yeah. know you always you, like you this. You trying to die. Right, you so, okay, so, okay, then one more question, then we'll move on from, from uh, female anatomy. <laughs> is it really true that women's, periods will sync up like Wi-Fi and then all of a sudden y'all have 
the period at the same time. Yeah, and that the, is and truly is, fascinating and hard to believe. It, it, it happens, and then also sometimes, like my girl will get my cramps, and she don't even have it yet. Wait, wait, okay, you we ain't just gonna scooch past this. So let's yeah. just you're telling me this: if you normally get your lady time on the fifth, and your lady normally gets it normally on the twentieth, if you guys move into the same house, it will somehow put you guys both on the tenth. Pretty much like within like it could start from uh, somebody gets in the morning, somebody get it at night or the next day or the, within the next two days. And then you guys both have your period at the same time. Mm-hmm. How does that even happen? It's I, I don't. I that doesn't trip you the, out that that happens. Has that ever happened to you? N- yes. Yeah, you and y'all got the same one. So if, if they both teaming up on you, you need to separate. Wait, so, but how does that even happen? I, I forget what the reason behind it is, but any chick. That any doesn't, chick that doesn't happens, strike you as oddly fascinating? Yeah, it's super dope. I, it makes me believe, like, can, there's constant uh, things that tell you how dope women are. Because, I, you know, I didn't even notice that with Kiara. Like, and she had seen, one time she had told me, she was like, Dad, I'm sorry. Like, because she was, like, overly tripping one day. So I think it, like, gives me a little bit more compassion seeing it with my kid. Because it's just like, oh, like, not saying that I'm just insensitive to all the women. No, but no. when you see it, you know, it happen in your child and you see her at such a young age, like, start to experience it as a kid and start to wrap her mind around it. It's like, oh, wow, but... That's truly fascinating yeah. to me, though. When I when I'm in my funk, you I feel like women got to take accountability because if you know that's how you get, then you need to separate mm-hmm. yourself in a certain way. Like I'll tell, hey, I'm getting my stuff. You know, give me just, a minute. Just know that I'm not being distanced because I don't want to be around you, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be around you because I might curse you out. Like I know when I'm getting mine, I want to sit on that recliner chair. I want to watch. Whatever I want to watch. Eat some Usually, chocolate. Usually uh, sad stuff or, you know, like uh, horror mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like to sit back, have my snacks, and not do anything. If I could take that day off, I'd just be on that couch watching um, shows. Wow. Well, shout out to the ladies. And I, I, I a heartfelt apology for my insensitivities oh, gosh. to what you women are dealing with. I just... I just be ignorant sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with being it's ignorant. It's annoying. It's yeah. annoying if you don't know. I get it. So, yeah. So, moving right along. So, we do have this uh, docket that we should uh, tap into at some point. I want to um, talk about this before we get to some of the stuff that was um, in the thing. So, we um, Tony had looked up a question, and um, it was a, a very... When, when I seen it on the dock, and I, I didn't know how to feel about it, but I want to see how you feel about it. Being that we're both addicts, <clears throat> recovering addicts, we'll always be recovering addicts from what they tell us, right? Yeah. We'll always be recovering, we'll always be in recovery. Um, could you see yourself dating an addict and have you ever? Um, I'll, I'll give my two cents on it first, and then you let me know how you feel about it. Um, I When I really think about it, because I had never really asked myself, and it's odd because for as much compassion as you know that I ask from everybody in my life to you know be sensitive and kind of use kid gloves with me as far as the the um addiction part of my life like you know what I mean just because you'd be like man this is something I'm trying to work with please be patient with me if I've ever messed up or da 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 I don't know if I could date an active addict like you know what I'm saying like I just because I don't know if I could date a woman that was in the middle of addiction because I'm running away from it. So I don't know that I could. Um, Have I ever dated an addict? No. Every woman that I have dated, I have never dated. I dated a woman that, you know, smoked cigarettes, but she wasn't even addicted to those like that. I've never 
the, the, the odd thing about it is the women that I've dated, like Tony's the only woman that I date that even drank on a regular basis, but she stopped when we started dating. Like I've never even dated any other woman that drinks with any type of regularity. So, um, I haven't before, and I don't know that I could in the future. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think I, I, I dated an alcoholic, uh, but we were both alcoholics. And then uh, at the same time, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't think I could be with one because I, I think it's different when you just say like, oh, she drinks, and you know, she'll have those nights here and there. Mm-hmm. But if I think of myself as an addict and not one to see it like that, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it. Right. It's, it's it's too much you put out. Then it depends on what you're addicted to because it'll make you do different things. But mm-hmm. when, especially when somebody trying to find that peace, right? You know what I mean. And then some, you know, one of them gets sober and the other one doesn't. You so wait, so wait, so take me back to that. So you, so the situ, the 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 situation that you were in with the other addict, how did that one end? Like, how did it? Finish. No, no, no. The, okay. the crazy thing is they didn't even really consider themselves an addict. Oh, but it's, okay. It's like, you know, you sit somewhere, you drink with somebody, you do all these things. It's, it's uh, But nobody's ever really told them that they mm. need to chill out, too. Right. You know so you guys mean? are both just kind of walking in yeah, the dark. So it's like, no, it's uh. me. Everybody's like telling me. And then, you know, that person will start being like, you're the alcoholic. Like you That's know? yeah. Those are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, you just swung on me. <laughs> what, are you about? I, what about I'm annoying. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, you know, you know, one one other situation that I've had that, you know, sobriety kind of, you know, affected the relationship. I was in a relationship. Um, this is a couple years ago. I want to say maybe 2016 ish. And it was a situation where she was 100% against drinking. And I kind of tried to clean it up like, oh, well, I ain't going to drink. I ain't no real oh, alcoholic. And I think that was just so problematic because have you ever been in a in a relationship where you were hiding your alcohol? Have you ever hid your alcoholism from a significant other? Absolutely. Because when I was with her, like... Every relationship. Like, <laughs> like, like, and maybe you can offer some insight like on some of the things that you would do because like when I was with her... I would just literally, I knew she didn't want me to drink and I knew it was a deal breaker for the relationship. So then I just started doing it behind her back, right? And what I mean is she was just like one of those really straight arrow girlfriends that kind of just didn't do no type of drugs, alcohol, nothing. So she was always like at home in bed, Mm. you know, by 11 o'clock. So I would literally like wait till she went to bed. Like then I'd be at my house just drinking. But then like, she would like notice because I was such an alcohol like I would go to her house like you know what I'm saying like the next day like so say I would drink the night before and then I would go to her house like the next day mm-hmm. but like I was such an alcoholic she could smell it coming out of my pores and she'd be like I would never forget like feeling like alcohol like yeah. and she'd be smelling like my arm she'd be like why do you smell and I would like try to put and there is no amount of perfume alcohol scented lotions that can hide it and it, it would make me start to like do research and then I would find out like you could drink vodka and it won't mm-hmm. come but people would still smell that so I went through a lot of like trying to hide it from her I remember one time <laughs> she had her parents because she had went to <laughs> she had went to go out of town to be with her parents and I was supposed to meet her parents on FaceTime mind you I'm trying to hide this the whole time I pick up the phone drunk <laughs> FaceTime it. But have you ever tried to act sober when you're drunk? I'm like, hey, Mr. Such and Such, your daughter's one. Like, just doing the worst. And it was just such a hindrance to my sobriety because I hid it from her 
for so long and I was trying to get sober for her that then once the relationship, you know what I mean? Then I was like, well then, so have you ever had any situations where you hit it from somebody? Oh, I've, I've done it in a few relationships. I, I used to like, like, cause I, I was the same person. I started realizing that, you know, I would try to like drink the light liquor cause I felt like it wasn't going to come out as much, but mm-hmm. I was drinking so much that even if I put my lip on the bottle and was like, nah, that junk would just come out my pores. And I switched, <laughs> like, I remember switching to, Jägermeister because I thought I would smell like licorice. Jägermeister <laughs> so is disgusting. Is five, yeah, but it tastes it tastes it tastes sweet enough for me to just like hurry up and guzzle. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't you know stuff like that, but that and uh, what's the fireball? Fireball, fireball, and that I thought it was gonna taste like the hot fire uh, ball, candies. the hot tamales. Said, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, for some reason I always was able to control. When I say control, I mean like if if I went home and a, and somebody knew I was drinking but they didn't say anything, I was always like the night was always cool. Mm-hmm. If they said something about me drinking, it would just turn into this all like ah, we arguing mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I would I would try I, I tried to hide it in a lot of situations. Man, I remember that the the messed up <laughs> the messed up part about it would be this: I would get drunk. <laughs> I get drunk. And then be like, okay, just put your phone on airplane. Don't answer. Uh. And then she call me when I'm drunk. And then I'd wake up in the morning forgetting we had a conversation. Right, right, right. And obviously she'd be like, I thought you told me you wasn't going to drink no more. I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, she's like, we talked for 45 minutes. I was like, no, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> what was I talking you to got- you about? What? <laughs> the phone is my worst enemy. Because oh. I think I'd have been, especially when I relapsed, I think I would have been okay if I wasn't calling. I would call the wrong people. You never want to call my walk, brother. Walk me through this. So you you you're you're a phone person when you get oh, drunk. I love to get on the phone, but I get emotional. Me I, too. Or I get like, ah, look what I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm not emotional. <laughs> and then by the end of the call, I'd be like, I just don't understand why everybody, you know, type thing. But uh-huh. I'm a phone person, and the the messed up part is it starts off with. I'm feeling nice, but I'm not messed up yet, so I'm going to get on the phone. And then as I'm on the phone, I'm guzzling shots. And you're not knowing that you've gone past the limit. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) There is nothing, there is no fear bigger than when you wake up in the morning and look at your call log and you see two hours and 13 minutes and you don't know what. Man. You were sitting here, I'll never forget. I had a situation years ago. And I was talking to a chick and I don't know, the drinks just must have been flowing because <laughs> we having a conversation. Apparently, she asked me to help her out financially. Long story short, she asked me to pay her mortgage. And this is years ago. So I was renting a room somewhere. Tell her I could help her with the mortgage. Told her I would give her the $3,500, dollars or whatever. Told her in my drunkenness to go to the bank. And I would be depositing it in the morning. I get a call in the morning. She at the bank. <laughs> hey, I'm here. You gonna make that deposit? Deposit? Yeah. Deposit <laughs> what? For my for my what? Man, I, so that's why I'm telling. I'm the king of the drunk dial saying the most ridiculous thing. It's the thing. worst. It's the worst. I I remember calling an ex with a new chick, and I was telling the new chick. I was like, Yeah. Wait, wait. You call an ex with a new chick? And I was telling the new chick, I was like, you see her? That's my wife. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just out here dating you chicks. Wow, really? I'm so I was so like gone, but it was it was it was me trying to be in these streets dating, and they were so whack. Like right, okay. It's it like you know how you trying to find something that's like just as mm-hmm. good as yo. Mm-hmm. I was like that, like ah, no, I don't like you. What do you think it is that happens when people get drunk and the thing like because you know people always say. When you get, you know, a drunk mind is a sober tongue. What do you think you're really saying when you get drunk and you say something to people? Is that like what you would normally say if you weren't drunk? Because what I be believing is I believe that there's just like a part of my personality that I would just rather not access drunk. I just feel like because some of the things I've heard that I've said, I've been like, I said that. Yeah, but we all have that side. It's, Uh It's the people who don't do that. It's not like they can't reach that point. Mm. Anybody can murder somebody. Right. It's it's the what level. It's the are you angry with a person so you're going to snap? Or mm. it's the, are you defending yourself? Are you in war? You know what I'm saying? Facts. Whatever it is, everybody could get to that level. It's just what would take you there. So people practice those ways to not be evil, to not do messed up stuff. But uh, it's a brilliant I, take. It's, That's it's really when you stuff. think about because we all could do anything. We all could do anything, and and I I don't think <clears throat> I I think there's some level of honesty, but the honesty is sometimes sticking up for yourself. Mm. So if you like, you know, Damn. somebody say something to you, and you like, I don't need you. You know, mm. you kind of telling everybody that screwed you over that I don't need you. And I've I've been in down places already, so I can do whatever. But I've I've said some crazy stuff to people, and it hurt my heart that I would even say that. But it didn't mm. come from a place of I would have said this to you sober or not. I see. And that's what I think with me. I think because I'm such a non-confrontational person and um, sometimes I could be passive aggressive with stuff and kind of like let stuff build up. I think when, you know, whenever I was getting drunk, there was just some spokesperson in my mind like we need to set the record. Mm -hmm. But maybe it was just a little too abrasive and then and just the approach. Mm-hmm. That you know that I that I would do, but I definitely do. It's, it's everything. You're not supposed to call a girl uh, what, but you but you'll probably think about it sober or not before you say it. Yeah. But you still that don't mean you don't want to say it to her. This is a fact. It's just that you have that restraint. You got the and restraint that because you have your your Ooh, common sense about you. you a, but when that when you the more you drink, it just kind of brings yeah, that. Like, <laughs> you know everything just become like you don't understand the world I'm in right now. Let me ask you this: Have you ever, have you ever like okay been drinking right, and then you get sober? So like, are you dating somebody while you're drinking, and then you get sober with them? But then when you get sober with them, you realize you don't really like them as much as you did when you was drinking. Nah, a lot of my people didn't feel like they was they was addicted to anything. Oh, for real? Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about you. I'm talking. No, I'm, I know. Uh, Oh, where? Saying, I'm saying people that I was with never felt like they were addicts. No, no, no. That okay. I'm I'm saying this the wrong way. This is a, this is a question for you. I'm saying, have you ever been in a relationship with an individual and you were drinking, and then you got sober, but you stayed in the same relationship with that same person, but then you realized when you got sober, you didn't like them as much as you did. Oh, when they you were weren't. Drunk. They weren't addicts too. No, I that, heard what you right. said. They could be. Yeah, they, they could weren't be anybody. They they could just be anybody. They could be okay. addict or not. But you just realized once you. I had a great question that I thought it, it was. No, it's great. It just was too many 
too many scenarios uh, there. Yeah, it's like, okay, so I'm dating somebody. Yeah, Peter Piper did. I was drinking, uh-huh. and then we broke up. I mean, and then I stopped drinking, and I realized I didn't want to be with him. Yes, has that ever happened to you? Absolutely. <laughs> so you feel like sometimes the, the, the drinking goggles catch you staying somewhere where you... Yeah, I feel like, you know, when you when you drinking and you don't care about yourself in mm-hmm. that moment or, you know, everybody is against you and you find somebody that's kind of like holding you down, it's messed up to say, but you kind of go with the flow. Right. You know what I'm saying? You kind of like, this is all I have. Mm-hmm. So you got to deal with certain things. Um, and then I think, you know, when I, 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 I did that to somebody and when I got sober, I realized that I needed to kind of be free kind of like live a little bit mm-hmm. in a sober way because now i'm if when you get out of, when you stop drinking you're supposed to really be kind of healing and doing these steps and like figuring out that right but taking away the liquor and being responsible in a relationship with someone when you haven't figured out your mess ups that led you to mm-hmm. the liquor anyway mm-hmm. then that's never going to be good anyway right so sometimes you just need that full reset yeah right. and then you get and then when you're not when you sober usually things change where you like you know what i think i'm gonna get up and go running she like why are you always <laughs> leaving me now right. like before you, you be laid even, up with exactly. her exactly or you wouldn't be needed. going running right so now you're trying to get your life together and they be like, oh, mm-hmm. you're just getting your life together without me. You're just like, trying to be productive in your life. Right. I just need to move before I get that bottle again. Nah. So that's the thing. So speaking of relationships, so I think that's a great uh, segue to the next thing. So this Will Smith and Jada relationship, hey, just hey, it, my, before I even start this segment, <laughs> I want to say, first off, much respect and love to, to Jada and Will. I'm a huge fan of both of them, have been for years. Um, Will Smith actually was one of them. To this day, is probably one of my favorite rappers. He was one of the favorite, like one of the first rappers. Like people always sleep on him as an MC. I think he was one of the first MCs to really like create original funny music, like Nightmare oh. on My Street and Parents Just Don't Understand, different things. So, all the things that I'm saying is out of full love and respect for both of these individuals. And I would not be speaking on their relationship if they weren't speaking on it. But since they're making it public business and that's the type of things we talk about, that's what we're gonna talk about. He confirms that Jada wasn't the only one stepping outside of their marriage. Damn. Let me set this up for you and let's see. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you give your take first on this. So he basically, in a nutshell, was saying that throughout their whole marriage relationship, you know, Jada never really signed up for conventional marriage. She always wasn't outside thinker of how marriage and monogamy looks whatever and so he's basically saying that in in you know in the tenure of their entire relationship marriage both of them have stepped out like you know before and they've agreed to do it um and basically saying they've had somewhat of a a open marriage he even said that there's times where he had like this huge crush on Halle Berry and wanted her to be one of the ladies but he never like acted on it and, and shot his shot what is what is your thought on I guess my question for this is if people like if individuals like a Will Smith and a Jada, you know, who seemingly have everything in the world, can't seem to figure it out monogamy wise and 68 percent of marriages in in divorce is, is monogamy a myth at this time? Because it seems like nobody really just wants to be with one person. I mean, even in monogamous relationships that last, Mm -hmm. you you kind of still want to, you know, Mm -hmm. taste a one or two, right? Um, But I I mean, think about it. If if somebody cheated on you, Mm -hmm. what what does what do you feel if somebody cheated on you? If you step out our outside of our relationship and you do something that no, what is it? How does it make you feel? It makes me feel terrible. 
I'm sad. <laughs> I cry. I'll take. <laughs> no, so what I'm trying to get to is okay. that you start feeling like you're not good enough, right? Right. Or you know what? What does that person feelings have that? of inadequacy? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but my thing is, it, it's it's really about how y'all can handle the situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have to be confident within themselves. Mm-hmm. Jada Pickett and Will Smith are both um, powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritual wealthy wealthy mm-hmm. people so you know you gotta you gotta figure just a celebrity in itself and all the things that you're around and all the things that you experience and and then their freedom and in, in what they believe in and stuff like that Th- that's a world that a lot of people can't understand and the, and the truth is a lot of people work out relationships that they feel is messed up now it's the embarrassment Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's the I don't want somebody to make think I feel like you know that's really what it is. But you have to be strong in yourself mm-hmm. to go. If a person is cheating on you behind closed doors, mm-hmm. and you can have an open relationship, and no, this is this is me going. You need me. I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, this there's nobody choosing you. I'm. We're married. Mm-hmm. It's us. Mm-hmm. The we life. Have, we have to agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or be safe. That that would really be that's the thing that would mess me up. It's like, are you going out there and having sex with people um, in a in an unsafe manner? But my thing is this: this and is feelings. The bigger question, I believe, that I'm trying to trying to pose is. Oh, I didn't answer your question. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. No, and and I'm I, I I'm hearing everything you're saying. My bigger thing is is that even in the confines of the word cheat, cheat would have to imply that I've done something wrong or. With where I'm saying is maybe as society we need to maybe loosen the clamps on because it just seems as if the whole one size fits all like I'm just going to be with you forever it is just you and it's only going to work with me and you for the rest of it. I think maybe what they're showing us with different infidel when you see the Jeff Bezos of yeah. the world the doc, yeah. it's like it's not working maybe there is something different to the point of Maybe we're not all supposed to just be here. And I'm not, this is a wild thing to say to somebody who just got engaged. But it's like maybe there is something there because if six out of 10, if 6.8 out of 10 people try something and then they all fell at it, which is what our divorce rate is in the country, it's like, well, maybe we need to rethink how we set this up because, and now because I'm just starting to see more and more open marriages, yeah, I was polygamous, like to say, a lot of people are doing it you know? right now. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, when you see something like that, it's like for somebody like as big as a stature as them, I'm like, well, maybe we just all need to rethink how we're thinking of what a monogamous relationship it's, it's, is. It's, that's a lot of growth in that relationship. But mm-hmm. he, he was saying that it doesn't, you know, it's not the easiest thing. But again, I was speaking on insecurities and stuff because you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to get through anything. One of the biggest things is you meeting somebody else if it's going to feel like it's better on that side. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter about a relationship is you're going to have to deal with a headache regardless. This is what type of headache do you want to deal exactly. with? So mm-hmm. if that person, I feel like if you, I feel like, People, if they're going to be uh, open, they have to get to know each other more first. First, okay. To see what level of clamp clamp they want that on. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that if you do do that, maybe it takes a little bit of pressure off the relationship because maybe if there are other people like them, maybe all that responsibility of giving a person all their needs to be met, you know, doesn't have to be placed upon one person because that's a lot to ask we're, nah, we're loaded that, individuals that's, that's different i you're I, just talking about a physicality point i think so because i feel like 
I, I feel like there's certain things that Shay does that I don't think anybody else can do. And yeah. or that makes me like the happiest. Like I'll I'll be upset or I'll think about something and I look at her doing something and I go, Oh that's why. And it's it's some little that's stuff. Love. But I but I say that to say like I don't I don't wanna be like I'm going to go out with this person because they like going out and staying out late. And then that becomes mm-hmm. like, oh, I really like, I enjoy doing this part of my life. So Which kind of takes away from. From others. So do you think that, okay, that's a perfect question to ask you. So you've just decided, hey, I'm going to dedicate my life, you know, with this woman. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. Yeah, that's my home. Da, da, da. Right. That's, that's my home. But if Shay was like, babe, I kind of want to do. Other or things. try this. Uh-huh. I've. I would be open to it, and 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 truth of the matter, I will I will be scared as heck, but I would be. What open would you to be it. scared of? Of her, I, like I would just in my head, I would go. I hope I'm not wrong about doing it. Would it make you feel inadequate if she just came and brought it to you? Would you be like, well, why can't it? I just be enough for you? No, I would actually go. What What does that entail? Like, you think you're just gonna be doing that? And I I don't want her like coming in with no uh, hard stud, you know. (laughs) You would want to have some say on certain certain things. Yeah, because I know I know she would want say on certain things too. Like uh, another chick can't be disrespectful. Right. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Don't call me after this time. Like, you know what I mean? Unless, unless Shay like you mm-hmm. and it's like that. But I would, I would be, we go to shows together now and a girl, we went to South Carolina and the girl was like, if you touch my, t- you know, touch my breast. And I looked at Shay, I said, babe. And she said, let me see. Go ahead, touch it. See, and that's... We both touch it. I think that's amazing. Tony would never allow this. No, not at all. <laughs> She's like, what's wrong with my baby? <laughs> nah, and I think... Because, you know, I think the, the older I get... And tell me if... Tell me tell me if I'm alone on this. It used to flatter me. Now it doesn't. You just tell me. So, in a relationship... Everybody knows I'm in a relationship. Been in a relationship for two years. I, I, I like being in a relationship. I think it's cool, you know. Uh, there's a, a million... It's a, it's a million upsides. There's a few downsides, but... The good outweighs the bad by far. One of the things I used to like is kind of like, you know, if I'm in a relationship, like my girl just be like, no, nah, you ain't finna do that. You, you like, no, nah, you ain't doing this. Or yeah. I kind of thought like, oh, I'm hers. Like she ain't going to let nobody have me. Like I kind of thought that was cool. The older I get, I don't like yeah. it. Like I almost feel like a possession. Like I'm not saying that I deal with a possessive woman, but even it could just be little things like, oh no, you, I, the older I get, I just be like, do you ever deal with it? Like, I don't like almost feeling like someone's possession, but am, am I wilding by thinking that is no, I, feel, I think you feel it's a feeling of feeling like, like I'm grown now. Right. You know I'm 42. Like, I know better. I know what right. I'm doing, but it's, it's, it is, it, it is funny because on your younger years, you'd be like, Oh, she really likes Yeah. Me. Like that's, you know, that's what you think that equates to go out tonight, dudes. But mm-hmm. it's more like I am grown. I got stuff to do. I'm, I got to work now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was cool when I was working at Macy's for four hours. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now right. It's like, I'm doing stand up. I need to, and I got creative. stuff that I got to do yeah. on a daily basis. So yeah, I, I think the older that I get, I just be like, I, I, I know, I, I know so very much like that anymore. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta you tell. Go out of things. You gotta tell the partner, you know, whatever. Listen, we need to be like Will and Jada, or we need to work this out. <laughs> but let me let me ask you this. So <laughs> and so that was another thing that Will has said that that she wasn't the only person that cheated in her, or like stepped out. Right? Have you ever been cheated on for one? Yeah. Have you ever cheated back? Like, like somebody cheated. Revenge? Yeah. Like a revenge. Cheat. Yeah. But but what uh, you do? This 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 is. The most beautiful thing about like so one person I dated 
I remember I cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of outside your question, but right, right. I cheated on her and she she did some stuff too. And I was in Cali already. She was in New York. And I remember her calling me because she found out. And she she tell me on the phone, uh, you you slept with this person, and she goes call her because I want to see how good that she, like how good it was because if it wasn't good I'm gonna be mad at you and I I'm in Cali she's in New York and I fell in love all over again what <laughs> Cali but it wasn't about she wasn't like in her head she was like you're not going anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me understand, because I'm, I'm acting like I understand what you said. I don't, but I want to. So you got caught cheating. I got caught she cheating. She calls you. Yeah. And tell me the scenario she that happened again. She calls me and goes, I can't believe you. You, you slept with stupid. such and such. Yeah, like you stupid. You got caught. You boo-boo. She's like, call her. I want to know how good it was, because if it wasn't good. Oh, she told you, like, call her on a conference call. Yeah, call her. I want to hear way. this. I want to know. She was going to talk to her. Uh-huh. Like, I want to know, was it was it good? Did you call it? worth it. Did, did I did call This is the most toxic ever. No, no, she, she didn't answer, but it was that background. Uh, I was like, yo, chill, be you being like And so mad. that was you thinking, like, oh, she cares. That was mad cute. Cause that, right. And then I didn't get in trouble. She just yelled at me. <laughs> she yelled at me for being stupid enough to get caught. And then you She's stayed like, in a it relationship. That, it's in my neighborhood, dummy. Like, what are you doing? I was like, yo, yo. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm sorry, man. If you got caught when there was no social media, then you was just <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so, okay. So, and so have you ever, like, had somebody cheat on you and then you cheat in retaliation? I have. Yeah, you tell me your story because I feel like I don't... I cheated, so this was a long time ago. So this, <laughs> I was with this 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 girl, right? And um, her her home girl liked me, mm. and you know her home girl used to kind of tell me like, "Yo, such and such is really not for you, like you think she is." Da 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 da. I was like, "Whatever, yes she is. Like I love her." Da 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 da. Right? She said, "Okay, this is way back in the day." She was like, "All right, mute your phone. I'm gonna call her on three way so you can hear it." So I'm like, "All right, cool." So she calls her on three way. I hear everything. I'm just like. Are you effing kid? Like, I'm hearing about how she's, like, smashing. Like, she's talking bad about me. Like, not super bad about me, yeah, but, like, yeah. oh, Anthony, keep calling. Like, he don't know that I'm going over here. Like, uh, I'm hearing it all. And so, you know, she hangs up the phone, and then old girl was just like, you know, like, I just wanted you to know whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So when that happened, because old girl was gone. Like, she was, like, she was, she was living in a different state. Mm-hmm. So, but the girl that I had told lived in the same state as me. So I was messing with her girl for just months. And so, like, I cheated. And I still stayed with her. And, like, and even old girl, like, knew that yeah. I was still with her. And for months. And I, like, but th- this is the thing, though. I never even told on myself. I never. So I, while I say I cheated, I think yeah. I might have turned into a villain because, like, I just did it. And then, like, once the relationship ended, like, I never felt, like, no need to go tell and dry snitch. But that be, I was not going to be best the friend. best Damn. part. Right. And that'd be the best part <laughs> when somebody does cheat and you'd be like, I'm not going to feel bad for doing this. Exactly. I but think I, that's really what it is. It's like, thank you. <laughs> you ever catch me, I got something for you. Yeah, because I, I wasn't really just self-sister myself, but I accidentally was knocking down a friend. But um, but yeah, man, you know, people out here in relationships, man, do whatever you do to find your your happiness, man. I feel like monogamy does need to be, uh, monogamy does need to be redefined, though. Just because I, I just feel I, like I think it would be amazing to to have more openness. Yeah, because I just feel like I feel like the way that the generation before us came up was so different. It's just like that was just expected. You you grow up, you go to college, you get a job, you get a wife, you have some kid. Like that's it's 
so much different now. Like, yeah, you, you know, know what, what I mean? we need to do? What we we need, need to change the movie and TV shows. Yes. To having multiple relationships. Absolutely. With multiple people having a happy life. Mm-hmm. Disney shows, all mm-hmm. that stuff. We'll be good for the next generation. I'm working on a series right now called No Ligaments Relationship, where I have, a, you know, three different ladies. I have been Shantae. I have been Doughboy. You gonna just shoot me down no, in the no, pitch? Because no, 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 no. you always come up with a name and it's so good. New nickname, no ligaments. I get so mad at you. Hey, I'm in D.C., Washington yes. D.C. at the D.C. Comedy Loft, October seventh to the ninth. That's next week, I yes. believe. Yes, pull get up, check her out. Cwayans.com. Yes, I'm at the Comedy Chateau on October sixth. I'll be there with Brent Taylor, with Craig Smith. Pull up, see me tell some jokes as well. Hey, All right, get to go check out. MarshaNicole.com. Yes, and shout out to Tony Chantel for the excellent production. Hey. Peace.